couples want you to be more sustainable. They are more demanding of that. They're expecting that to happen. If you have embraced it and you communicate that you've embraced it, that will make commercial sense in the long run because you'll get more bookings. Welcome to episode one of the Business of Weddings podcast. I'm Mira Majithia. I'm your host for this season, and I'm also a wedding planner, author, bridal coach, and founder of the company Carriages, Weddings, and Events, which works with Indian and interfaith couples to help them plan their dream wedding day. First of all, I just want to say that I'm so thrilled that you are here. I'm sure, just like me, you're a wedding supplier in the industry and you're constantly looking for ways to grow your business. So I can promise you that this particular season is going to be filled with so much useful information, information that you can actually just take away and implement instantly in your own business. So let's start with episode one. Well, with this particular episode, we are looking at two key things. First of all, we're looking to understand why businesses need to adapt to growing trends. And the trend that we're particularly focusing on is sustainability. Now, there's lots of talk about sustainability, but what actually is it and how does it impact our businesses? Well, joining me on this episode are two experts who are absolute powerhouses in their own industries. First of all, we have Giles Gibbons, who's the founder and CEO of a company called Good Business. Good Business works with large-scale businesses to help them think about the impact that they're having on the world. And we also have Kate Beavis, who's the owner of Magpie Wedding, an alternative luxe wedding blog, digital magazine, directory, and also the organisers of the ethical wedding show across the country. Kate also has a background in marketing and PR and supports wedding businesses with their own growth. So starting up, we try to actually decode what it means to be sustainable. Whatever actions you do in business have externalities positive and negative to the world. And what sustainability tries to do is to look and measure those externalities and ensure that you're minimizing the bad stuff and maximizing the positive stuff. So for me, a sustainable wedding is a wedding where choices are made, whether it be by the couple that's getting married or the business. Choices are being made that are considering the carbon footprint, the planet, pretty much the things we consider day to day, really, but often we don't think about it for our wedding. So for example, most people are now aware of their single use plastic consumption. But when it comes to their weddings, some of that sometimes goes out the window. So a sustainable wedding is where you kind of carry that through and the choices you make are considered, particularly when you think a wedding is one day, there's a lot of expense, wouldn't it be great if some of those choices were eco-friendly? Do you think that couples are becoming more savvy about that? Are they, I guess, just with, you know, documentaries on Netflix and everything that you hear in the news, do you think it's something that they're starting to think about a lot more? I think everybody is starting to think about this a lot more, particularly 
younger people um, who are, you know, obviously getting married and will be getting married in the future. They already have embraced, for example, you know, more of a plant-based diet, just as an example. So it makes sense that they will start to carry this through to their weddings because weddings now are more about you and your values and who you are. And I think historically weddings were about all of the traditions and all the things you're supposed to do, whereas now they're much more personal. So if you care about your choices and how you spend your money and the impact it has on the world and the planet, it makes sense if weddings are becoming more about you that you will want that for your day too. It's interesting that Kate just mentions the whole idea about your wedding being linked to your identity. Because as a planner, something that I have been championing for such a long time now is the fact that weddings should be very much personality-led. They are about you as an individual and you as a couple. So, you know, who are you at your core and what do you really believe in? What are your values? Because when you invite guests, when you invite people to your event, you want to have your values reflected in this event. So the real question is, who is this target demographic? Who are these people that we are really trying to sell to? Well, currently, those that are getting married are typically millennials, people aged between around 24 to 39. And stats show us that 73% of these millennials are willing to pay more for sustainable products. So clearly, there is a market here. And more so, if we look ahead to Gen Z, well, 90% of them actually take sustainability seriously. And this is something that we should really take note of because this is the future market. So it's important that we understand their needs and their wants and actually reflect this in our offerings. It's not something that you can just push aside and ignore. If people ignore the impacts that they're having, I think that people will be attracted to those that are trying to make more effort and more care in thinking about not just the service, but the the world in which we're in. And those companies that combine a great service and are thoughtful about how it's made, where it comes from, and how to minimize the negative impacts and and engage people on that are more likely to do better and sell more and engage more effectively with their customers. So by not doing it, I would say that companies are missing the opportunity of that marketplace. It will make commercial sense because if couples want you to be more sustainable, they are more demanding of that. They're expecting that to happen. If you have embraced it and you communicate that you've embraced it, that will make commercial sense in the long run because you'll get more bookings. So yes, it might cost a little bit more, you know, on in the on the outset, but longer term, if you don't embrace sustainable choices in your business, and actually this is this is the same for any business, not just wedding businesses, you will get left behind. Now if you're anything like me, then getting left behind is just not an option. We are here, we are here to stay, and we are going to grow. So let's just take a moment to think about the fact that there are these large-scale corporations that have invested millions, if not billions of pounds into changing the way that they do business. They are trying to be more sustainable, and not just that, but they are trying to communicate this effectively with their customers because they recognize this is what their customers want. In fact, it's the whole reason people like Giles are in business. So if we think about the customers of these large-scale corporations, 
Well, they're the same customers that are potentially getting married and purchasing from you and I. So we know these customers are passionate about sustainability. And so if we can get ahead of the game and also show them that we are just as sustainable, that we think about the environment, that we care about the world, then chances are we should also be getting more business from them. We work for Coca-Cola, for example, and we've been working on reducing the environmental impact of their packaging over the last 10 years and developing closed loop solutions to try and get back all the plastic that the packaging is delivered in, in order to minimize the impact that the packaging is having on the world. Really, really big issue. People really care about it. And Coca-Cola is doing a huge amount relating to that. But similarly, we've worked for 20 years for a very little company when we started in 1998 called Innocent, which really sort of kicked off the whole uh, smoothie market. And we've been working for them for many years and how they can have a really positive impact on the world from supporting their fruit farmers around the world to shipping all of their produce rather than flying their produce to their factories to only using recycled plastic, etc. So uh, that, that's a sort of company that started with a you know huge set of values about wanting to be a positive influence on the world. And they've continued that throughout. Even though they're, they're now owned by Coca-Cola, they've continued to be a really fantastic beacon for sustainability. It really is so great to see so many companies taking the initiative and moving towards a more sustainable way of doing business. But I'm so proud to say that within our wedding industry, I have seen examples of businesses actually taking a stand and offering something different. So whether it be a florist or whether it be a wedding planner or whether it be a decor company, I have seen people actually advertise the fact that they are offering something that is eco-friendly, that is sustainable, and that is just generally a better way of doing business. For me, it's some of the venues. So one that stands out to me is the Wellbeing Farm, which is a wedding venue up in near Bolton and they've won awards for how green they are but everything every choice they make is is really considered with the you know the planet in mind so they have their own wind turbines the food waste gets reused and repurposed to fuel um, things on site you know everything is biodegradable they have a prop store where you can go and borrow whatever you want to style your wedding so that you're not buying new things. So like every step of the way, they're thinking about the planet and they've won awards for it. A wonderful flower farm in Kenya called Tambuzi, and they focus on scented roses, which predominantly are used for, for the wedding market, and they sell them all over the world. And they have really done two such important things as as for them as much as for, for selling, but they really are. They're the biggest employer in their area, which is near Nanyuki in um, northern Kenya. And they employ the largest proportion of the local community and therefore paying the community properly, working with that community on having appropriate healthcare and educational facilities and recently supporting some of the families to purchase electric bikes so that they can get to and from work quicker, wow. which is a really brilliant new initiative. But they've also 
the first Kenyan flower company to get the carbon neutrality mark. They now offset all their carbon so that the consumer can feel absolutely comfortable that no carbon has been added to the atmosphere as a consequence of buying their flowers. And, and I think that that to me is, a, is such an important direction of travel that the businesses focused around weddings should think about because we want this to be the best day for people. And the best day isn't just that they have the best rose. It's that that rose, you know, almost is a happy rose because of the way it's been created and brought to you. And that that makes for the whole of the wedding a better experience. So you've heard a fair bit of the argument for being sustainable. And if you're convinced then I'm pretty excited because I think the next part of this episode is going to be quite useful for you. Let me just say that so often we get overwhelmed with the idea of change, of the idea of adopting something brand new. And what tends to happen is that it literally just goes further and further down our to-do list. And I don't want that to happen to you or to happen to your business. I want sustainability to be something that you take forward because I genuinely believe that is the way the industry is heading. So if you're excited about what you've heard and you just feel that spark and you're thinking, well, what can I do? Well, here are a couple of practical tips that you can take forward. One of the things we say, and we say it a lot, is it's about making small steps. So you don't have to throw everything away or or the way you do things, you know, turn it all on its head. Let's start to make some small choices, some small changes, because if everybody does that, there will be a big impact. So for example, get, get rid of the single use plastic. When you purchase things for your couples, you know, for the wedding, buy less plastic. So therefore you have less waste um, and obviously less impact on the planet. Are there things you can reuse? Let's stop buying so much stuff. This is one of the things we talk about a lot. And actually, I think it's coming through to everybody's like personal life too. Like we, we all have so much stuff. And I think there is so much stuff involved in a wedding. So can you borrow the stuff? Can you hire it? Can you make it? And this is back to suppliers. Let's buy less. Let's make more. Let's recycle more. Let's upcycle more. Let's just make these sort of smaller considered choices. Plus another thing that suppliers can do is buy local. So we're all you know, sharing graphics on Instagram about supporting the high street, supporting local. But then sometimes suppliers and all businesses, not just wedding industry, can go out and buy their eggs from a supermarket. Well, how about buying them from the local farm shop, for example? Let's support local businesses where you know what the footprint has been and you are supporting the high street and things like that. So it's making those choices that you probably make in your day-to-day life, but making them for your business too. So we've just seen that we can literally make the smallest of change and it can have an impact on our business and it can have an impact on the environment. But it all really just does start with our own mindset. So if you're willing to make the change, if you're feeling curious or if you're thinking, I genuinely want to do something to help other people, then I think that's really all it takes to get 
the ball rolling with what you want to do. Now, nobody knows your business better than you. So while you can listen to all the experts in the world give you advice, you can Google lots of different keywords and trawl through various different articles, nobody really knows what you do better than you. So you will have the clearest idea about what small change you can begin with to make an impact. And I promise you, once you make that first change, you will literally see things spiral for the better. It doesn't matter whether you're big or small. It's about thinking about the the buying decisions that you're doing for your business on behalf of others or for yourself and thinking, can I do it better? You don't have to change everything you do. Just start small. Start swapping out things. Do your research. Obviously, you can Google ethical business ideas. We have a guide. So we have a downloadable guide. It's kind of aimed at couples, but it's really super relevant for businesses too. Start doing the simple things. So ditch single-use plastic. Look at your recycling practices. I mean, most people in the industry love, you know, love what they do and are experts in their field. So start thinking about the impact of what you do, how much waste is happening. If you're a caterer, what are you doing with your waste? Where does it go? Is it given away? Is it put in the bin? Start just questioning how you're doing things. If you're a florist and you know that you're making bouquets with peonies in October, well, peonies are grown in May. So therefore, somebody has either forced grown this with loads of water and artificial light, or it's been flown in from the other side of the world. So you buy anything from the Far East, question how it was made. Because again, you know, could it have been made in the UK? Less carbon footprint, better working practices. So it's just starting to question really, and research. But small steps, you don't have to literally change everything overnight. Let me give you an example. I I run an organization called the Sustainable Restaurant Association, and we work with 14,000 kitchens up and down the country, helping them to be more sustainable. And I went to our current sort of winner of the most sustainable restaurant, and he was talking to me about what he'd been doing in lockdown. And he gave me two really good examples of where he thought he is delivering genuine change from a sustainability perspective, and it was actually saving him money. One was that they now purchase a whole cow and then chop up the cow into all the different pieces and use every single part of it and then portion it out to 1,500 portions. Can you believe it? One cow, 1,500 dinners. Wow. And therefore his his food cost, even though that was an incredibly high welfare, sustainable cow, he has reduced his food cost because he was able to buy the whole cow. Secondly, he had gas ovens and a wood-fired oven in his kitchen. And he realized that he can do everything in the wood oven. So he's now taken the gas oven out. He saved himself £400 on his gas bill, and he's reduced his carbon footprint for the organization. So if you think about sustainability as just one thing, should we all the food be organic or something, then yes, the price will be more. But if you think about it much more holistically and say, Actually, the main thing is we want to reduce food waste from the event. And yes, we want to use more sustainable food ingredients. But because we're being more careful about not having food wasted at the end, we're able to buy less and buy better. And therefore, the price doesn't go up. 
So we've spoken lots about the idea of sustainability and what you could potentially be doing as a business or, you know, where you can get your ideas from. So hopefully you've had a think and you roughly know what you need to do. And if you don't, then that's okay. Maybe after this episode, you can just grab yourself a notebook and pen and maybe jot down a couple of ideas. Or if you're on your phone, then just make some notes. But it's definitely something that you can come back to. So make sure that you do. But one thing I want to stress is that just doing something and making the change isn't enough because yes, we do want to help the environment, we want to help the world, but first and foremost, you are listening to this podcast as a wedding industry supplier. So how does being more sustainable help you as a business? That's the next bit that we want to get onto because when you're doing something good, There's nothing wrong in communicating that message. In fact, I would say it's really key that you do communicate that message so those millennials, those Gen Z generation, they can actually see what you're doing because if we don't get the message across, then how do they know that you are the right supplier for them? It's just thinking really logically through what you're doing and how you're doing it, and whether there is a better way of doing it from a social or environmental perspective. And then this is the most important bit, then using what you're doing to tell people that you're different. There's no point in being sustainable if you don't use it in some way to engage people in the conversations about what you're doing and how you're doing it. And I think some people think, oh, no, no, I shouldn't do that. I'm just doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do is I'm just getting on quietly and doing my stuff. And I say, no, if you're using a carbon neutral florist or if you're using recycled paper for all of your decorations or whatever it may be, tell people. Tell people a story and then they can respond appropriately to that. God, that's so true. I think so often we feel scared when we do mention things like that on our socials or our website. But you're right. We should absolutely just mention that we're doing it because those are the things that the brides and grooms will want to know of. So for those of you that are looking to make a change, I am really excited about where your business is going to be heading afterwards. If you feel like you've got a lot of information from this particular episode, but you are still missing that one key link, you can still just use a little bit of a nudge, then here is where you can get some more information. And we do have a guide, I did mention it before, but we do have an ethical wedding guide with 35 points on how to have an ethical wedding. So get a copy of that and just think, just start to question what you're doing. That's such great advice. And Kate, how do these suppliers get in touch with you or download that guide? Do you have a particular website that you can mention? Yes, we do. It's magpiewedding.com. Everything is on there, the magazine, the directory, all our free resources, because we've got lots of different free resources for couples as well as businesses. So you can see that Um, everything is at magpiewedding.com. Well, there's lots of different organizations that can help you start thinking about this stuff. There's a great organization set up by Julian Richer, which is called, actually, it's nothing to do with us, although it's got the same name as my company. He's developed a thing called the Good Business Charter. And it's a, a methodology for small businesses just to really sort of think about the the areas where they could focus their attention on in going oh yeah that's a really good point never really thought about that you know it just helps you through the process 
So uh, it's worth having a look at the Good Business Charter. If you're more ambitious, there's an organization called B Corp. I don't know whether your listeners will have heard of B Corp. It's really a mechanism where you can get what's called B Corp status. And it means that they have come in and done a review of your business, big or small, and they give you a tick for your sustainability credentials. And then there's a wonderful community of B Corp companies all over the world that you can then tap into and use as your support network. So, yeah, there are lots of different mechanisms to help you thinking about it. And, you know, the, the good old Internet. All you need to do is type in, how do I make my business more sustainable? And you'll have a, a whole a whole host of interesting podcasts and uh, YouTube videos to have a look at. Gosh, we have covered so much ground on this episode and what an episode it has been. It's been such a pleasure and I do hope that you have enjoyed listening to it as much as now Tavao and I have enjoyed bringing it to you. We specifically chose sustainability as our first topic because it's one that is quite close to our hearts. The thing with sustainability is it's a win-win. It's great for everybody. It's good for you. It's good for your customers. It's good for the environment. And it's good for the world in general. There are literally no losers here. And Honestly, just by implementing the smallest of changes, you will definitely see changes in your business. Good changes. And we can't wait to see what they are. Just go for it. Be positive and make the happiest day in people's lives a happy one, not just for them, but for the rest of the world. This episode was brought to you by Now to Vow. We make it easy for couples to find and book suppliers for their Indian wedding. If you're in the industry, you can list your service on our platform at no cost. Head over to nowtovow.co.uk to get started. The Business of Weddings is a monthly podcast. We preview the episodes on Instagram Live on the third Friday of every month. Follow us at now underscore to underscore vow and join the discussion. Subscribe to this podcast to get the latest episodes before anyone else. And if you've enjoyed listening to it, please leave us a review so we can reach more people. See you next month.